And so as a trainer, we have to look and see how the game of basketball is being played, how it should be played, and try to try to incorporate more of that into our trainings and make it more game-like, more competitive, and more translatable than kind of what's going on right now. So with all these tools and props and everything, good as a vitamin, bad if you overdose on it. Welcome to the Players Podcast. This is your host, Coach Noza. And on today's episode, we have a returning guest who is becoming more of a co-host, and that's DJ Shaw. DJ and I will discuss five pieces of training equipment, and we will look at how they can help you as a basketball player, if they can help you as a basketball player, and whether or not you should invest in them or save your money. The Players Podcast is brought to you by the Salem Hoops Project. The Salem Hoops Project provides free basketball training for kids in Northeast Salem, Oregon. It's our firm conviction that no child should lack athletic opportunity because of financial limitations. For more information, visit SalemHoopsProject.org, follow on Instagram at SalemHoopsProject, or Twitter at SLMHoopsProject. Now on to the show. We're going to start talking about the power hands, dribbling gloves, the weighted dribbling gloves. Tell us what you think about power hands and when a player could use them to benefit their training. I happen to own a pair of power hands gloves, as you can see there. I think that power hands gloves are good for someone who has already been established as a decent ball handler, I guess. Somebody who can dribble the ball 50 times in a row by keeping their hand on top of the ball and, and not allowing it to to get lost. Um, so I think somebody who's a little bit more advanced should be using these. A, a high-level high school player, college player, uh, pro player would, I think, benefit the most in these. Um, I think it should be used supplementally and not something that you should do an entire workout around. But yeah, just something like a warm-up, five to ten minutes, getting some, some hard stationary ball handling in, maybe a little bit more dynamic, but not making your whole workout um, around a power hands glove. What would the benefits be to using them? Why would throwing them on be beneficial? What would the gains be for a player? So uh, the base of the glove or on the palm, it's it's slippery leather. Um, so it, it's harder to grip the ball. Um, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to make that, that handle a lot more challenging. Um, on the top of the glove, uh, they're weighted. I think it's about two pounds on each glove. So you're going to have a little bit of weight, a little bit of resistance. Um, and so you're going to, it's going to increase your hand speed a little bit. It's going to make it, like I said, a little difficult to handle the ball. Um, and so when you take them off and you go to a normal handle on your, on your regular hands, um, you're going to have an increase in confidence. Um, you know, your, your handle should be a little tighter. Um, but you know, the mind's a powerful thing as well. And there's, I don't have any scientific proof that they're just amazing. So I've used them with players too. And I think there's some, at least challenge mentally there to controlling the ball with the weights and the slippery surface of the gloves. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it's not something that they're keeping on for an entire workout. It's usually a five to 10 minute stationary or movement ball handling session that they're doing it on. Mm-hmm. These gloves are going for $69.99. So if you were to tell a player, invest for training or save that $70 for something else, what would you tell them? 
this is what I would tell them, especially if, if money is tight. Um, you're going to get the same effect by going to Home Depot and getting some like uh, like leather working gloves that are really cowhide that are really slick. And it's going to give you that same slippery feel. You're not going to have the weight on top of your hands, but I don't necessarily think that that's a deal breaker. So for, you know, $5.99 to 10 bucks, you can buy, you know, a pair of, of gloves. And I believe that's where the original concept and idea of these came from is actually using those working gloves because it is a slip, you know, a real uh, slippery surface. I've, I've used them before in high school. I didn't you know, stick with it or anything because I just, your hands get sweaty and gross. But yeah, the same effect that you would get with the power hands gloves, you can get with those workers gloves. So the main benefit of these is mostly the, the slippery surface of the glove as opposed to the weight. Yeah. I mean, weight and hand speed and everything like that, you can, um, you can mimic that with lots of reps because the, the main thing is, is working to fatigue and trying to push past that, um, you know, the, the, the muscle fatigue and, and the, the soreness that you'll get in your wrist and your forearms if you're doing it correctly. Um, I think that these gloves, if you were like a boxer or even like a, a runner or a sprinter, would have more benefit with the weight than um, a basketball player, per se, in my opinion. You talked about the work gloves to create a slippery surface on the ball. What about using just a worn down outdoor ball or one of those old leather balls if it was just really worn down would that have the same effect as to having gloves i absolutely agree because all we're doing is making making our drills more difficult by making a slippery surface so if you have a ball that's worn out or worn down um, that creates a slippery surface so it's it's basically putting yourself in the same um, the same box as far as a training with with slippery surface. So, for instance, you know Kyrie Irving started tying plastic bags around the basketball to make it, you know, uh, slippery. You see a bunch of kids doing that. That works. Um, you know, I used to do ball handling out in like a, a grass area or on gravel on purpose because the the ground was uneven and you'd have to kind of react with your hand, you know, where the ball was going to bounce. So there's a lot of different factors that you can put in to make yourself a better ball handler. You just have to do it supplementally and not get overwhelmed with, oh, I need this apparatus or I need this condition to make me a better ball handler. Whatever you got to work with, you work with it. So the consensus here is saving money. I'm saving, you know, like I'm saving, you know, I'm saving money. You know, I get it. You know, we live in a capitalistic society and, you know, everybody's out there to, to make some money, but... You know, I'm just going to be honest with, you know, me growing up, I'm not paying, I'm not paying 80 bucks for power hands. It was back in the day, it's like, I couldn't get up to 80 bucks to get a pair of shoes. So I'm not, you know, I was just out there in the driveway. I was at the, the elementary school outside, dribbling in gravel, grass, whatever I could do to get better. You can't substitute time, man. So yeah, I'm with you. We're going to move on to the next product. This is from I'm Possible Training the official medicine basketball 2.0 you can get them in various weights what we're trying to do here with this ball is I really don't know maybe you can explain it to me but this is a weighted mini basketball it's probably about the size of uh, one of the kids basketballs you might win at a win at a carnival that is smaller than a youth size basketball 
tell me about this product. I've seen them before and I've seen some people using them when we were at Shoot360 together. Mm-hmm. Is there a benefit to using something like this? And first of all, how would you use something like this? Oh my goodness. Um, so yes, I do remember seeing them um, at that company you mentioned. And I I honestly, as a trainer, I never, I never use them. Maybe... You know, maybe I'm a little too old school in my approach. You know, I'm, I'm turning 36 here in a couple of weeks, so I'm just dating myself. But I, I honestly, like, basketball is a game of creativity, but I have to make it translatable to what goes on on the floor. And the biggest thing is that the game is played with 10 people on the floor with one ball at a time. And so if you're going to use this as... A supplemental tool for reaction time with I don't know if you're just trying to keep your hand over the top and let it go and pick it back up with the same hand while keeping your dribble going keeping your eyes up um, I don't know I've seen a few videos uh, I honestly I don't I don't follow um, Micah on any social media outlets I hear about stuff that he does and he's made a great name for himself and he's looks like he's pretty successful but as far as translatable and teaching fundamental and foundational aspects of the game um, if I see a, a player not having their eyes up and looking at the floor or throwing medicine balls on the floor and crossing over and picking them back up and tossing them it's it's like I don't know where are we going these run for 1999 are you saving your money or are you buying this uh, there's no way I'm, I'm buying a, a weighted basketball Row for two right now. Moving on to the next product. These are the Court Vision Dribble Goggles. We have a few of these in our program. You wear these goggles. They don't have any lenses on them, but they have a shield on the bottom. So what you're trying to do is take away vision. And in order to look at the basketball, you have to really be turning your head down to the ground to be able to see the ball. Have you used the Court Vision Goggles? And what are your thoughts on this product? So, uh, as a youth, I did use these supplementally with um, with my team that, that I worked with. And I found a benefit because it, it exposes how much you actually look at the ball and at the ground. And to me, it's a very translatable skill to be able to keep your eyes up and have court vision. Um, I think that the game and the way that trainers are training it's it's so ball dominant and ball in your hand um, ball in your hand drills all the time so they're not thinking about how do i create a passing lane or a cutting lane for one of my players but it's like how am i gonna sauce this guy up and cross him over Um, but with these goggles i i think that it's something that i would invest in um, just because it teaches me to keep my eyes up, to see an open player, to see the rim, uh, and not to look at the floor of the ball when I'm dribbling. You said something about these. They expose players who look at the basketball, and I think that's a big difference between the first two products and this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weighted gloves, they're not going to expose much. I think everybody is initially going to have a little trouble dribbling because they got to get used to it, but a good handler is going to be able to handle good with them. And a poor handler is the same, going to have difficulty with the basketball. 
with the weighted basketball, the medicine basketball, I don't see, you know, first of all, the translation between skill to on court other than looking awesome. But with these, you're right. If a player is looking at the basketball and they think that they have good court vision, mm-hmm. once they put them on, you'll know right away if their heads are going down or if they're able to maintain control by looking up. These are running nine ninety nine. Are you going to invest or save your money? Yeah, I'm buying those. You know, as a as a coach, as a as a trainer, um, I don't have them now, uh, but it's something that I would not be against. Uh, you know, when I do training, I have a, a focal point of. You know, uh, if, if there's a basket at the other end of the court, all my ball handling drills, I have my players keep their eyes focused on the bottom of the net down at the opposite end of the floor. Because if you can see that net, you can see the entire floor. So it's definitely a, a tool that I would invest in for sure. One for three. And we're going on to our last product for this episode. We have the skills, that's S-K-L-Z, in mm-hmm. case anybody's wondering. Basketball shooting target. This is a product with a yellow ball between two strings, and the strings, go they hook onto the rim. So you have a yellow ball in the middle of the rim. Coach DJ Shaw, when would somebody use this product? How would it help your training? How would you help you become Ray Allen? Oh, my gosh. I Honestly, let me look at this online real quick because... Uh... I've actually never seen that. I've seen glow-in-the-dark like um, rings that go around the hoop. Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, I don't like it because, once again, like, so here's the thing. Like, there's coaches that say, well, what do you look at when you, when you shoot in the rim? Are you looking at the front of the rim or the back of the rim? And honestly, when I'm in a game, I can't focus on the back of the rim or the front of the rim or anything. I'm looking in that general area and based on my touch and feel from the time I put in in practice and and workouts, I'm shooting the ball in that location. But I can't say that I lock in on on a spot, a particular spot on the rim or the net even. I'm shooting in that general location and it's a it's a touch and feel thing for me. So putting a a bright ball in the middle to try to aim and hit it is that lower than the rim or is it even it's even it's even with the rim i I mean so it's like i don't know uh yeah i i've never used one i've never seen one being used uh i honestly don't know where i look my whole career i don't know what i looked at when i've shot but i was able to become a pretty good shooter and there's a lot of people who have been able to become good shooters without uh, visual aids. Maybe it would help some people, but I don't know why this would increase somebody's ability to shoot. No, I, I, I just, I don't see it at all. Even for, you know, even for a beginner, um, trying to find the basket, it's just something that you, you learn by failure. You try it. It doesn't work. You try this, you work with your form, you work with your balance, but yeah, I, I don't even like that. And that's something that you could string a tennis ball and put in the middle of the hoop anyway. They're they're probably making tons of money on that because Skills is doing a tons of stuff. But I well, this is running at nine ninety nine retail. Yeah. Are you gonna invest or save your money? I'm definitely saving money because I'm five nine with shoes on, and <laughs> it's gonna take me a while to get up there and hook that thing up. And so yeah, I'm good. 
We went one for four today. We passed on the power hands. We passed on the I'm Possible Medicine basketball. We bought the skills court vision dribble goggles, but we passed on the skills shooting target. Is there any other product that you would recommend to basketball players that will increase their training in ways that maybe, you know, is an advantage as opposed to not having it? Yes. A jump rope. Because <laughs> you can have quick feet, quick reaction, total body workout, you know, get a, a basketball and a jump rope and go to work. The older I get, the more I go back to things that I did when I was younger. Early on, as my coaching career began, I think I was searching for a way to become more advanced or, or more, more innovative. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to go back to the basics. And we all want the high-tech equipment, things like a Vertimax. But sometimes a jump rope is going to do the job. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a great tool to have. It's something that's really overlooked now, I think, by a lot of athletes. Yeah, I think that, you know, like for trainers and even players nowadays where you kind of look for distractions, you look for things to to get out of the mundane, which, you know, it's fine to journey outside the box and kind of switch things up a little bit. But when your whole workout starts to turn into like a, like a circus routine with all these props and, and balls and cones and gloves and everything, we've you're getting away from the point and you're supposed to be a better basketball player on the floor. And in order to do that, I, I was going to look it up, but just as far as, um, you know, like you think of ball dominant players in the NBA and how often do they like total time, do they have the ball in their hands compared to not? And then you look at that stat and now you compare it to what is the, the majority of your workout as a skills trainer or a player with a skills trainer? I'm guessing the ball is probably in your hand about 95% of that hour or 45 minutes, half hour, whatever you're working with. And so as a trainer, we have to look and see um, how the game of basketball is being played, how it should be played, and try to try to incorporate more of that into our trainings and make it more game-like, more competitive, and more translatable than kind of what's going on right now. So with all these tools and props and everything, good as a vitamin, bad if you overdose on it. Very good advice. This is Coach DJ Shaw. You can reach him at I am DJ Shaw on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on there a little bit. (laughs) I'll follow you back if you follow me. Let's get to it. Look. Let me restore the passion in golden era fashion. That that's corrupt, you'll turn me up while we print the atlas. Pray the pain won't be in vain. Poor you say the mask it. Why they kiss ass for traction? Build my own lane and lap them. Chances are they want the credit for your sacrifice. I'll hand you the patent and recreate it twice. Ready to die, you're only one and better name your price. On my 25th hour, no relation to spike. Ask for the spike in my price. Blame the economy. You heard 444. Hope will be proud of me since 22 twos. No competition here, honestly. My mantra is off to pay me. Call it a prophecy. Boxing one, there's no stopping me. Work to whoever you're praying to. Cooling in the layup line. Look at what y'all made me do. Laughing at advances now. That won't even pay the dues. Y'all stacking up your rosters. Suckers always. Pay the loot.